0: The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play Sleeper on... You already play Fantasy on Sleeper. See, look, I am can't talk because I'm so excited. Because now you can win cold hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGP and group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Yes, sir. We are back for another episode of the WNBA Gambling Podcast. We are back from Vegas. We had a great time for everybody that caught the Vegas episodes and we are getting back into the swing of things. We have a huge four-game slate in the WNBA for Tuesday picks, so we're going to get all those picks and everything out to you. I got my guy, you already know he's with me, my co-host, Scott Reichel. Scott, what's going on?
1: Nothing much. Looking forward to going through some WNBA action. I know during the weekend, we had a mediocre weekend. Is that one way to put it?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll sweep the board this time. I hit my lock. So that was, you know,
1: you hit your lock. I hit my dog and that's kind of how it balanced out. But I'm still annoyed that Aces team total didn't get there. (laughs) Like 86 and a half. It was a
0: really defensive game.
1: But in the first half, they were absolutely insane. And in the second half, they couldn't get a shot. So it balanced out. Nice win by the I Aces both there, teams, I think
0: both teams were like combined for like nine of 50-something from three. So that doesn't help you get over a team total, let alone an over for the game, period. They, they were struggling. In that
1: yeah, period. but I'm trying to remember exactly how many points Vegas actually had in the first half. They had 51 points. In the first half. So you're assuming you're going to cash it, and you end up not. But either way, I had the Sky first quarter, which won outright, so I'll take that. But, yeah, hopefully we'll sweep the board on, on the Tuesday card. Yep.
0: All right, before we get to that, let's talk about win bets, bet $50 win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for $200 in free bets. The Win bet Winbet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1000 and all users can receive a $20 free bets. $20 free bet when you win, lose or push. A three-plus leg build-your-own-bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday, just so you know. So, great way to take advantage of the NBA Finals and the match is coming to win where you can bet on it. Hey, Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers. Minus 200 favorite Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes, plus 165. I, I think people are hammering Brady and Rodgers, but what – Hey, maybe Allen and Mahomes is the contrarian way to go. That just might be it. So much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or down, or visit WINBet.com to get started today. Offer subject change, terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 20 or older order, present in the state, where play-through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And Sleeper is the fastest-growing fantasy platform with millions and millions millions of players today we use it use them for rookie drafts use them for mock drafts dynasty is really fun up there and now you can use sleeper to make money by playing the new over under game so easy look this is all you do try and you, i'm giving you free game here go select your, your players you can select minimum two or three, yeah, three, and then you can go up to, you know, four, maybe even five, if you're feeling, you know, real frisky, and select their props, and over, or under, and enter your money into the contest, and you can win up to two times, or 20 times as much as you put in, I can't, wait and I'm really excited to see if Sleeper has this going on during football season because you know I'm finna go great I dare you I dare you to keep this going during football season because it's gonna be good and it's the only place where I can join my buddies' contest and play together you can join the SGPN contest and play against us copy our picks we can copy your picks we can all win money together by going to sleeper.com SGP and not only will that put you in our group, but it will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad at sleeper.com SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Scott, let's get into this slate. First game on the docket is the Washington Mystics traveling to the Indiana Fever, where the Mystics are laying eight and a half on the road. 164 is the total. The Indiana Fever coming off of a win with their new head coach and the Washington Mystics, another road game, meaning we can expect not to see Deladon playing in this game. Are the books still sleeping on the fever here? They seem to be really competing, and it might be a change in culture there with uh, moving on to the new coach.
1: According to some recent reports, it seems like Deladon might actually play in this game. So that's probably why it seems like they're sleeping on the fever because there is a chance Deladon might suit up on the road. So just keep that in mind. With Deladon potentially being in the lineup, I can understand why the Mystics are favored by this much because of the fact that A, she's a great player. B, she might be the most unstoppable offensive player in the league when she's on. And see the kind of piece that combines it all together is the fact that Indiana has the worst defense in the league. So I do think it makes sense. For me, I think that the Mystics should get the win in the cover. I'm I'm assuming she's gonna play. The total's 164. That seems a little low to me, to be honest, based on the fact that Indiana, in order to have any success of any kind, they need to play up tempo. Because that's just how they play basketball. And even in the one game they won, they, d- they gave a bunch of points to LA. And I do think that should be the case once again. So I'm looking at the over in this game. I think you'll see a lot of points. I don't mind the team total over for the Mystics as well. But I do believe that this game should probably get into potentially the 170s. Because Indiana is in danger of giving up 100 points in any given game that it plays.
0: Yep, I agree there. Definitely on the Mystics team total. But I guess the play for me is still this fever's first half. They've been covering this first half a lot recently. I cashed my lock with this last time. And we don't have the lines out right now because we're taping this the day before. But they should be – if it's an eight-and-a-half spread, you would think that first half is like maybe four or four-and-a-half. Sometimes they give, you know, give the extra point – to the dog, so you could even get it at five. I think anywhere between four and five. I kind of like this world first half, especially with one not knowing how this Mystics team is going to look on the road if DelaDon does play, and that's going to be a little bit different for them just going on the road with having her in the lineup. This would be her first road game all season, and. I don't know. This Fever team is a little scrappy. They're they're scrappy. I really like. I really really enjoy watching this team play basketball. And the fear here is is this the letdown spot? So would this be the letdown spot for the Fever after getting, you know, what was a really emotional win for interim head coach Carlos Knox to go out there in his first game and get that win, and really somewhat exceed a little bit of expectations there. They were a pretty sizable dog in that game as well. So I am interested in seeing what changes he
1: makes going forward. It's just hard for me to have full faith in a team when you have no faith in their defense at all. And with that Indiana win, yes, they outscored LA. You know, of course, if you score more points, you're going to win the game. But they didn't make it easy on themselves because they keep giving up 90 plus points.
0: Yeah, they don't. They, they, They definitely do not. And it's really, do you think that they'll be able to keep up if they give up that amount of points? Will they be able to keep up with what the Mystics are doing? I like them for the first half. The Mystic played pretty decent defense, and I think that it's going to be a little bit troublesome getting into the second half, especially when the adjustments are starting to made.
1: But for a full and, game, it's, it's a yeah,
0: little for, dicey. Yeah, for a full game, I, I'm going to play into the letdown spot a little bit after that win. I do still really like this team, and I like the Fever first half, but I'm going to take the Mystics for the game at the minus eight and a half
1: here. I agree. I feel like it's with the Mystics also coming off a loss there, but now with Deladon potentially being back, if she plays, I'm sure that'll provide a big emotional boost. Now that you can travel to other cities and have your best player, I do think that could have an effect on the entire team in a positive way. So I'm going with the Mystics as well. I think that Indiana is a below-average team that Mm. discovered a way for itself to win games on occasion. But long-term, if you're not going to get many stops, you're not going to win many games. And I'm not going to fade them the entire season but I might be taking team totals against them all season long because this defense has been awful from the get-go, and it has not gone any better. And honestly, it's not bad because taking team totals against them, they can still go out there and get
0: a win and give up team total. They've done it in their wins this season by just outscoring the amount of points they're letting people hold up. They haven't really held anybody to a really below average total for – the entire course of the season, to be honest. So, all right. Oh, It's, it's a over. It's over or no, or no play for me. I'm,
1: I feel like the Mystics are going to be basically an auto-over team. I, I don't know how you take an under with this team. With the fever? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Because they can give up 100 in any given game. I, I can, not especially in the 160s. I get the Mystics' defense can be good on occasion. So, I guess that's why they're daring Indiana's offense to show up but the offense has in a decent amount of these games. It's the issue of we can't stop anybody and we just can't keep up on the scoreboard. I think there are several ways for this to go over. Either Indiana hangs around, they probably score somewhere around 80, and the Mystics do enough to get to 87, something like that, and then the game Mm -hmm. goes over. Or the the Mystics go for 100, and the Fever do enough to score 70-something. So I just see a couple ways to win. I like the over. Yep. All right.
0: Moving on, we have the Phoenix Mercury traveling to play the Chicago Sky. Sky are laying nine, 163 on the total. It looks like the books are finally starting to account for the Phoenix Mercury really not being that good.
1: We got got to talk about what happened over the weekend because that game in Atlanta was just an embarrassment from top to bottom. They got to run out of the building.
0: I don't think it's I don't think it's an embarrassment because I just came to the fact that I don't think the Mercury are good. So if you're good, if you're not good, I expect you to get to take losses like that.
1: I'm just saying it's one thing to not be good. It's another thing to go on the road, score 54 points, and lose by 27. Well, I'd be I'd be more upset if they were at home and they scored 54
0: points. But hey, that Atlanta team is is, is legit. I'm not even I ain't Atlanta, even at, Atlanta's pretty good, but.
1: You know how many players on Phoenix's entire team scored more than eight points? Um, one. One. DeShields and She took 27 shots. <laughs> Diggin Smith played two for 12. Tarazi played one for five. Charles played two for 11. They shot 26.5% from the floor and 15.8% from three. But one player scored more than eight points and I'm not saying the, the Mercury need to be good, per se, but that's a performance for a team that seems like it's mentally given up at this point. And we already saw Diggins Smith arguing with Tarazi on the bench earlier this season. What's the concern level for the Mystics right now? Because I'm not sure if it's fish, I think it's too early for it to be full DEFCON 1. I think it's DEFCON 2. It, it looks pretty rough.
0: I mean, I'm not, concerned. I'm not concerned about them. I just don't think that they're a good team. I, it's just, sometimes you just sit there and you realize, like, hey, we are just not having that good of a season this year.
1: I kind of meant their ability to turn it around or just continue to free fall because this is the type of loss which is suggestive that they might need a players-only meeting or some type of communication to try to get things back on track. I'm with you. I don't think it's going to help but do you think the Mercury right now are playing like a lost cause? Because it feels that way.
0: I think they just had a really bad game on the road. I mean, they're not that good. I will admit they're not that good, but they just had a really bad game on the road. I mean – I'm not. If this was a, I, if they this was a home game and you were on your home floor and you went out there and shot 26.5% from the field, 15.8% from three, then yes, go have a players' meeting, have a conversation, really be upset because there's no way you should be showing out in front of your home fans like that. But you're on the road and you're in Atlanta, and Atlanta puts fans in their building, and this Atlanta team is really, really good. I'm not taking anything from Atlanta in this win because they they went out there and they they held them to that, they held them to that. So. And they forced Skylar Diggins to go 2 for 12 from the field, Tina Charles to go 2 for 11, De Shields 8 for 27. Like, they forced this. They forced Tarassi only to take five shots. So they, they did that. They did that. And I think, I think this is when I'm probably going to start backing the Mercury more and even in this game because now – and this is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for the books to just, just stop having faith in them. Stop having faith in them and their ability to go out here and do this. But once you start getting into a nine-point spread, you're basically getting into double digits. And do I think – they got to come out with higher energy. They got to come out and shoot the ball better. You can't get much worse than (laughs) 26.5%. Like, you can't get much worse than that. I think they're going to have – this is the low. This is the lowest that they'll be all season. I don't think that they'll have a game this bad. They may not be – World beaters, they may not be championship contenders, but they won't have another game this bad.
1: I feel like it's a very interesting spot where we talk about this in the NBA all the time. A team knows shows a game, whether it's on TV or not, and you look to potentially back them in the next game just based on pride. You assume that the books have overcorrected and are lower on the team than they should be, and they will come out more motivated for the next game. Now, for me, I'm still going with Chicago. I understand your angle, and you think that the Mercury now might be better than what the odds makers are suggesting. I just have no faith in this team. I think the Mercury are having serious issues right now, mostly the fact that they can't play on the road. And Chicago, despite losing at home to Vegas over the weekend, still has a very solid home court advantage. And Chicago should be motivated to get back on track in front of that home crowd I think Chicago might just take him behind the woodshed. I think this game gets very ugly. And until I see the Mercury show any sign of not even winning on the road, but at least being competitive and showing some form of positive team chemistry, I'm just going to keep fading them until they show me something. And against the defending champions that have been really good at home up to this point, I'll take my chances with the home team that has a lot of weapons and can really pick apart this Mercury defense. So for me... I'm going with Chicago.
0: Yeah, no, I just don't think the I don't think the Mercury go out. One, they got that ass whooping, and they felt it. Yeah, and now you know they'll come out well with an edge. I, I get they'll it. They'll come out, but it's not just an edge. Like they're going out there and they're playing the team that bounced them out the finals last year. Like there's there's a level of competition, and a lot of this team was there. A lot of this team was still there. Diamond Shields was on that team. She was on that Chicago Sky team, and now she's over here on the Phoenix Mercury. And she, regardless of how she played and how, um, the bad percentage that she shot last game, she's having a really, really good season. And so I just think that while the Sky have added, the Mercury have added. The Mercury have not put it together, but the Mercury have added. And I think that wipe a, a clean slate, you're going into a nationally televised game and you're laying nine points. And, you, uh, yeah, the defending champions are playing nine points and you just went and had a series against them in the finals. That was really good. I think that this is going to be a chance for them to go up here and get a bounce-back game. So, yeah. Um, I'm not really feeling the total one way or another, to be honest.
1: Well, you really can because you don't know if the Mercury are going to show up offensively or not. Yeah, if
0: they show up offensively, it's probably going to go over, but you don't know that for a fact. Yeah. All right, moving on to the next game. We have a power of uh, a power, a meeting of the Giants, a meeting of the Giants. We have the Connecticut Sun going to Vegas to play the Las Vegas Aces. Aces are laying four and a half, 167 and a half on the total. All right. These are what many believe are the two top, te- two, top two teams in the league.
1: I and the spread seems a bit short. You think it's short? I'm just asking because we've seen Vegas really dominate everybody at home. They're 5-0. and oh.
0: Yeah, they have, but the Suns team is different. The Suns team, they're good. Like, the Suns are good. And Vegas is dominant. I mean, I just, you know, they got the, the Ace, not the Aces, but the Mercury. They got the Mercury a couple of times, and, you know – I think the jury's still out on the storm here. And then that was a really, really good win on the road against the Sky. Very, very good win on the road against the Sky. But I don't know. This this feels like this is where the stars. This feels like this is going to be a game. I can't wait to see this one. This is going to be on ESPN uh 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. I I think that this is a little four and a half. You're getting into two. We're getting into two possessions. Are we really do we really think that the Aces are that clear cut ahead of everybody else, even the second place team in the league?
1: I think the reason why I do like Vegas in this spot is because the Connecticut Sun are two and one on the road this season. The three games, the Liberty twice and the fever. They have not played anybody worth a damn on the road up to this point. So until I see how they perform in a hostile environment against one of the league's better teams, let alone the best team, I'm not gonna back them on the road. I need to see them play a better team because the Liberty, I know we're both fans of, they suck. And the Fever are entertaining but not very good. So until they face off and perform well against a quality team in their home arena, I'm, not, I'm going to pass and take Vegas because I know that against good teams or bad teams or against anybody, Vegas at home is a different animal. So I'm going with Vegas. I think this uh-huh. line should personally be higher.
0: I don't know. I think four and a half. I think four and a half is pushing it already. You're just – you're giving me a lot of points for the uncertainty of not knowing what the two top two teams in the league are going to do when they play each other. This could very well go down to the wire, be a one-point game, and it flip either direction in a win. And you have the Connecticut Sun, who are second in defense in the entire league. Like, they're one of the better defensive teams in the league, Holding opposing teams with 73.1 points per game. Yes, I know we sit here and we talk about the competition, but – Outside of the sky, I really don't think the Aces have really played anybody of you 2-2 know, too, too high caliber either. You know, they, you have the Draven there, but I am I think that this is going to be a battle of the Suns' defense and the Aces' offense. And can the Sun be able to slow down that offense enough and allow their players to be able to do the work that they do? Because they're not no slouch on offense offensive end either. They can go out there and score with the best of you. The Aces – our first in points per game at 92.1. The Sun are second at 86.2. I mean, yeah, 86.1. So they're right there, but I'm going to – so if they're both there offensively, and offensively they're both on, I'm going to take the team with the better defense. And right now the team with the better defense is the Sun. So, yeah, give me the Sun plus the four-and-a-half. Sprinkle on a money line. I think that this is going to be a great, amazing game. And if it comes down to the last second, I like to be on the side of the plus money.
1: You can very well be right. I'm just going to wait to see what, what I expect from or what I'm going to see from Connecticut on the road against quality teams. I'll wait mm-hmm. and see. They could easily show up for the occasion and prove me wrong, but I'll believe it when I see it.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. All right. Uh, 167 and a half. Are you going with another Vegas over?
1: Oh, uh, this is so tough because the question is, do I think Connecticut can actually win the game if they agree to go up-tempo with Vegas. I think they can't. I think they need to play their style, which is relatively slower. I'm going to go with the under. Mm -hmm. I think both these teams are solid defensively. We know Connecticut is. I think Vegas is underrated defensively, and I think that most of their high opponent point totals are based on pace. But I do think that with the intensity expected from having the two best teams against each other on TV. You're going to see a bit of a lower scoring game because that's what Connecticut wants. I'm going to go with the under.
0: Yeah, I'm on the under as well. I think that I think the under and Sun win is a nice little parlay. You probably get some really, really juicy odds there. And if it goes under, I'm fully confident that the Sun win. I think if the Aces win, this goes shooting over, skying over the total.
1: I just think the Sun are going to go into this game knowing it lowers our chance of winning dramatically if we run with this Vegas team.
0: Yes, Vegas is currently second in pace behind only the Indiana Fever and the Sun are 10th in pace. So it's definitely two different styles there. All right, we have our last game with the slate a WNBA Commissioners Cup game between the Dallas Wings and the Los Angeles Sparks. The Sparks are laying three at home. Total is set at, oh, wait, I lost it. Hold on. Oh, there we go. 165 and a half. All right. The Sparks got a win against this Lynx team. Some think it was a little bit closer than it probably should have been.
1: No, it's a revenge game. It was
0: very much so. And so, can they do it again against this Dallas team who seems to be troublesome up to a lot of groups? They're getting out to a pretty good start at 5-3 and three on the season.
1: Well, I know you were pretty high on the sparks going into the season. Mm-hmm. I was more lukewarm. I wasn't a huge fan of this team, but I can understand the upside if Liz Derek gets Fisher it going. Their coach? Yeah, Derek Fisher wasn't their coach. Sure, Valiz yep. was a bit more consistent whenever she chose to dominate games. A couple of points you can make. Cambridge is still averaging 15.6 points per game. 5.9 rebounds sounds extremely low, though. I mean, she should be pushing around 10 just based on how good she can be. So I think that's a concern. I think she should re- be rebounding a lot better. But I'm going to go with Dallas in this spot. I, I get the fact that the Sparks are at home. And so far at home, they've been pretty mediocre. Up to uh-huh. this point, they're literally 1-1 one one at home. Uh-huh. But Dallas is 4-1 and one on the road. And Dallas has won f- three of the last four games. They even managed to beat Connecticut on the road by eight. They played the game after. They got absolutely buried. But we're not going to talk about that for a second. I'm going to go with Dallas because I really don't think the Sparks should be favored. I get the fact that you're expecting a good effort from L.A., after a loss to the Fever, but when you are in the process of losing six of your last eight games, you should not be laying against the Dallas, in my opinion. I'm going with the Wings.
0: So if I had a model, you know, people would be talking about my model projects this. If I had a model, I'm almost positive that my model would probably project this game to be, what, <laughs> one, Maybe. I feel like this is a lot shorter. I'm getting three points with his wing team, who I think is the better team right now. I think
1: Unless the right. expectation is L.A. is going to dominate on the glass, so they should pick up more second-chance points, and maybe they'll win the game. But once again, Liz's rebounding numbers should be better. Yeah, and I'll call and, her out for it. And I'm, uh, I'm 100% on the
0: side of you. I think that this L.A. team is a lot better, but I just don't, I don't think Derek Fisher is the guy. I don't think Derek Fisher's is the guy that's going to get them over the hump. And I'm not liking what I've seen from this team in the part of the season. I think that this is a good spot for the Wings. I think the Wings can make this close. I think they are far away better than the Lynx team that they just went toe to toe with. And I'm, like you said, the Wings are good on the road. I like Agumawale, and I think that she's coming into her own and starting to play a lot, a lot better as the season's gone on. Yeah, give me the Wings here. Plus three, sprinkle on the money line. I think the Wings are the better
1: team. I know that you mentioned that Dark Fisher is not the guy, and just to touch upon that for a second. The issue that I have with the Sparks whenever you watch them play, I don't think they have a definitive style. It seems like they don't exactly have an identity, and they're kind of searching for it, and it varies from game to game. But the lack of consistency maybe from Liz could, do with, could have to do with the fact that the game plan doesn't directly involve getting her going early and often in games. And I feel like that comes back to bite them. So for me, I think the issue with the Sparks, they're kind of just drifting at this point, and they're trying to rely solely on talent, but they don't play games in a style that maximizes their potential. And I think that's on coaching, and I think that's a concern.
0: Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm I, I, I think the talent is there for the Sparks, like you said. I think that they are by far one of the most talented teams in the league.
1: But you watch them play. It seems like they just play differently game by game. Yeah, and it's like sometimes they
0: look like they can be WNBA champions, and other times they look like the worst team in the league. It's really night and day in how up and down they really can be. And so – I'm just. I'm not. I don't think I'm willing to back that on on a game by game basis. I think this is one of the games, especially where maybe there's somebody I like a little bit more as a dog, but laying three against this Wings team, I'm not interested at all. So, yep, give me the Wings plus three here.
1: Yep, I agree. All
0: right. Since they're so up and down and very inconsistent, they probably need a jolt of energy. And they can get that energy with some AG1 from Athletic Greens because this stuff is a scoop of 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, solar superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens that can give you energy, recovery, focus, even help your aging, your nervous system, your immune system, your gut health. It gives you a better sleep quality and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit, and it's less than three dollars a day. Come on, guys! I'm trying to tell you this stuff is great. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year, year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com/sgp. Again, that's athleticgreens.com/sgp. Take ownership over your health, people, health is wealth. And then after you take care of your physical health, protect your internet health with IP, vanish the premier VPN, and it makes sure that you stay safe on the internet, encrypting 100% of your data, private details, passwords, communications, all from falling into the wrong hands. And you can use it on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed, like your computers, your tablets, your phones, even your fire stick. And it's so easy. It's a tap of the button, all you have to do, and then you're instantly protected. IPVanish is giving a 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners, plus a 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promo code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. All right, Scott, let's go ahead and round it out. It's time for our lock and dog. What are you doing on this four-game slate today in WNBA hoops?
1: So I'm going to go back to the first game that we mentioned, and I see a 163 in that Mystics Fever game. I'm going to take the over because Indiana's defense, I've mentioned it time and time again, is easily the worst defense in the league. It's not very close, and especially after winning a game, in which it went up-tempo and survived. I think they might be even more incentivized to go up-tempo, and they scored 101 points. But to go through the defense for the last couple of games here, these are the points that they've allowed. 86, 85, 101, 94, 92, 95, 101. So when you've given up at least 92 points in each of your last five games, I'm not taking an under with you, and Deladon's supposed to play on the road. Give me the over. All right. What's your dog? My dog's going to be the wings on the money line. I can't avoid it. I don't think the Sparks should be favored. You criticize the coaching, rightfully so. And the Sparks could be motivated following a loss to the Fever, but the wings are 4-1 on the road. They've been playing good basketball. And I feel like this team is still underpriced. So I'm going to go with the wings on the money line.
0: Okay. All right. For me my lot I'm going to go with the Phoenix Mercury. Yes, I'm switching it up on a Tuesday getting crazy. Locking up the Phoenix Mercury plus 9. Look, we're getting weights. We're getting in dangerous territory with these large spreads in WNBA. And come on, they just lost to this team in the WNBA finals. They're going to get up for this game. This is the ultimate bounce back spot after a completely, utterly terrible, disgusting performance on the road in Atlanta. And for my dog, give me the Connecticut sun on the money line. I think they go out here and they really challenge the aces here, remind them that, hey, you are not the only good team in town. I will take the Sun on the money line against the Aces to get the upset in Vegas. Sky, is there anything else you have for us today?
1: Not really. I'm thankful that the Liberty are not playing, so I don't have to watch them lose again. But as a whole, so far, the WNBA season's been fun and it's been profitable for us. So hopefully we destroy the card.
0: Yes, Whew, I can't wait to break this down tomorrow because the Liberty have the fever coming off of a rare back-to-back here.
1: Well, the last time they played, they only got rebound, out-rebounded by what? About 30 against the Fever?
0: Yeah, something like that. So we'll see if the I, – I don't know. I don't know what to expect. That Liberty team is really, really bad. But-
1: morale, morale is low for uh, Liberty fans right now. Oh, isn't it for almost all New
0: York fans in the state of New York of any team? Well, baseball is doing well, and
1: most the, Rangers of the Rangers might Rangers be may. in the conference finals, <laughs> yeah. so we'll see. May
0: or may not, we'll see. We'll see. But for the most part, New York teams have been letting us down. We need a shift, we need a shift in the big apple. Come on, people. All right, you guys know where to find us at Ryshell Radio at Really Real underscore underscore. Make sure you subscribe to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. Please leave a review, leave a review, leave a review, leave a review. We want to hear your comments, good or bad, doesn't matter. Leave a review and join the SGPN Slack channel, sg.pn slash slack. Hop into the WNBA channel going to give out picks we're going to give out parlays all of this cool stuff we're about to be the only show in town people we're about to be the only hoops in town you're gonna have to come here to tap in with us we're having a great season overall and killing it to start the WNBA year unfortunately this is the part of the podcast where i have not figured out how to get a cool witty statement to end the podcast so we're just going to end it like this we are out